can't do the pork. It'll suddenly get it. Hi, everybody. Hi, Vicky. <laughs> this is Vicki Abelson, and it's The Road Taken. One of these days, we're going to have, like, a smooth intro. Ah, uh, why? And everybody, this is my wing girl, Louise Polanker, my sister Scorpio woman that I adore. Um, and I want to say, you know, I, I, I'm filled with so much gratitude. Making a lot of noise, I am. I'm filled with so much gratitude for you, Louise, that you come and you do this. And I hate the fact that you're stuck behind the camera now. It's so nice of me. It is so nice. It is so nice of you. But I want you to interject during the show. You're going to still be part of the conversation. And uh, and I want to say thank you to um, tonight's show is brought to you by brought to you, <laughs> you not you. It's brought to you by Rick Smokey and his quick impressions in Chicago. We Yay. love Rick. Rick has made my tissue boxes. Um, and if Ty plays her cards right, she'll be on the next one. My business cards, two-sided, they're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The bookmarks for my book, which are also two-sided and gorgeous. Wow. Pads, Vicki Abelson's Women Who Write, fabulous. Um, the, the, um, what is this called? It's called a, um, the first, the, the, um, it's called a, what is it called? A book. Uh, <laughs> it's a book. But this was the galley. We ah, did the galleys ah. for my book, my book, Don't Jump, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and My Fucking Mother, available on Amazon. Um, I always forget to do that. But also, just a lot of gratitude. And, you know, we're, we're here and we're, we're in the room where it happens. We are in the living room where Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Norman Lear, and all these incredible people have been and performed. Um... But we loved being in Zena TV, right? Lisa? Yes. Yeah. We it's nice there. It's nice there. And we have producers. We have and the Fat one... and Jake are there. Yes, we have the, the I mean, Brant and we... Brant Thoman and Fat. We have Brant yes. Thoman and Jake <laughs> Belcher, our producers. Yeah. And Mike Zina, our 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 station manager owner person, is building this big new new wonderful studio that's gonna be like across from Paramount. It's gonna be fantastic. But we can't wait to get in there. And in the meantime, I've, I've stuck someone behind the camera, that disgruntled, but I, I won't even We're mention. We're here at Harry's house. Oh, yeah, so he's not happy with me. But, um, but anyway, I have just a lot of gratitude that we get to do this. And, and I, um, oh, and I wanted to just talk for a moment. Uh, Louise has a fantastic new podcast, Things I Found Online. Yes. And yesterday your guest was Alan Wankus. Alan Wankus, the screenwriter, the Oscar-nominated screenwriter from Straight Outta Compton. Which... At the time that that movie was coming out, a, 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 uh, a mutual friend of his and mine tried to connect us, and it was literally the week before his movie was coming out. It was like the biggest thing ever. I love that film, by the way. And so we were chatting on text and everything, and never went anywhere. But anyway, I, I watched the show. He seems lovely. He's and hilarious. He was very funny, and it's a wonderful show. So check out Louise's podcast. It's on on Tuesdays live on the Facebook, but... You can watch the replays, and it's on SoundCloud and iTunes and all of that good stuff. All of that good stuff. All of that good stuff. And, um, and also, I, I got to see the most amazing... Uh, I, I, this is award season. Yes. Uh, and SAG Award. I happened to be in SAG because I had, like, a line, you know, a couple lines in, in um, Henry Jaglin's The M-Word, which, by the way, um, uh, my co-star, he actually was the star, one of the stars, and I was not... Uh, Gregory Harrison is going to be with us in two weeks. Oh, wonderful. And uh, next week we're going to have Anthony Fedorov, who was a finalist on American Idol. Yes. And the thing about Anthony that's so compelling is that Anthony had a tracheotomy when he was a kid. Right. And they told him he'd never speak again. And not only did he speak, but he sings like, oh my God. Yes. So he's going to bring his guitar. He's going to play for us. He's 
we're going to talk about what he's doing now. He's doing all. He's very politically active, and mm. his music is around that. So that's really cool. Cool. Um, and so um, anyway, so screening season. So the, uh, two days ago, I got to see Stronger with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And what's mm -hmm. the woman's name? Because I, I want to get this right. Because she was wonderful. Tatiana uh, Maslany. Mm -hmm. Maslany. Maslany. I hope that look doesn't mean. Please. Tell Please me help me. I'm not sure the pr proper pronunciation, but she was amazing. He is amazing. And then they did a Q&A afterwards. And he's so handsome. And he's so gorgeous. And Samantha just saw him in um, Sunday in the Park with George on Broadway. And oh, I got wow. to tell him that after at the very end. I felt like such a nerd. But you know, you want to say something to connect. And I had his eyeballs. And he was looking at me. And he was talking to me. And there's something about Jake Gyllenhaal looking in your eyeballs that is just, whoa. But anyway, I had really good seats for the Q&A. He was charming. And then he plays the characters, the, the, not the character, the, the real-life man, Jeff Bauman, who he portrays, right. who was in the Boston uh, Marathon bombing. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say about Jake Gyllenhaal, he transformed himself to the point where I forgot I was watching Jake Gyllenhaal, which doesn't happen with movie stars very often. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he, his entire face... With just his acting, he changed his face, his voice, everything. He was amazing. So he FaceTimed the real, he's become best friends with Jeff Bauman, and he FaceTimed him while we were all oh, there. Wow. And he didn't pick up because it was late at night in Florida, but we all got to leave a message for Jeff Bauman. Can you imagine when he woke up and heard that? Like a hundred people screaming at him from SAG, we love you, yeah. Anyway, he left his phone off. <laughs> so, it, but it was it was an amazing experience. And so on Friday, I get to go see uh, Kate Winslet, Justin Timberlake, and Jim Belushi. Now, I don't. That is a, a cup. That it's not a coupling. It's a tripling of casting that I don't really understand. It's called Wonder Wheel, the film. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that'll be interesting. But this whole thing about the Boston Marathon mm -hmm. brings me to tonight's guest. Okay, that was a smooth segue, right? I'm not really sure where you're going, but. <laughs> Because, because tonight's guest is, is an athlete. An athlete. She's oh. an athlete. Yes. Ty Babylonia. I have to say Babylonia. I don't know why, but I, I think... It was, it, when, when she was here, there was a comedian who came on after her who kept having fun with her... The, who was it? The fluidity of her name. Was it Kathy Ladd? No. I don't, I don't remember who it was. Like, was. Maybe Ty Babylonia. Babylonia. Maybe Ty, but I seem to recall that when she was... Um, when she was like all the rage constantly on the ice with her partner, Randy Gardner, yes. who uh, they're about to celebrate 50 years. Wow, Impossible, because yeah. she's only it's like crazy. 35. She's just a little but girl. She's just a little girl. But, um, but anyway, so um, uh, when Ty was like all the rage and everything, where was I going with that? Um, yes, the announcers on, on like, in the, in, the, in the world well, championships, who, who she's a five-time oh, champion. Button. Wait, let's, let's get the credits right. She's a five-time U.S. figure skating champion. A, the 1979 Hearn Randy Gardner World Figure Skating Champions. Um, uh, uh, they qualified for the Olympics twice, but I believe that Ty, it was the first part African-American woman to ever be in the Olympics in figure skating. I, I will find out if I got that right. Um, but she's the first of a lot of things. Okay. And I, I think of her as um, my soul sister because yeah. we're, both, we're both sober, we'll talk about that. We're both single, we'll talk about that. And we're both successful. Well, I'm working on the last one, but she's got that down, and maybe. And I'm hoping that Ty's going to infuse like her tools and how she's doing stuff because she's got all kinds of other stuff going on now that we're going to talk about. Okay. So, are you also an excellent skater? 
so bad, so bad. <laughs> David Letterman, um, when my when when Harry's dad, Gay Abelson, my 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 um, husband used my ex husband used to write for David Letterman, and David Letterman loved to ice skate, and so he would have the Christmas party on at the at the skating rink in the early day, our early days. And Dave was a really good skater. Yeah. And I wanted to impress Dave, but I think I was pregnant the first year or so with, with, with Samantha maybe. Anyway, I, I literally cannot skate without people holding both sides. <laughs> and even then I can fall down. It's so embarrassing. But Ty actually told me that maybe she was going to take me skating sometime. So maybe she'll take us girls. Yeah. The girls take skating yes. with Ty Babylonia. That would be so exciting. Right? So yeah. Scor Scorpio's It's like ice. dancing yes. with Fred Astaire. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention... Ty also did Skating with Celebrities in 2006, which I just want to say was to the thing that totally screwed up. I had a, a music reality show that was in development with Mike Fleiss, who was the guy who does The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And we were in development and we were about to go and it was a celebrity music show. I'm not going to get into the details because we're still, we're about to repitch it. But they told us that if Skating with Celebrities did well, that um, my show was going to be a go, and then Skating with Celebrities got canceled. As no fault of, but do you know who her skating partner was? This I is don't. crazy. I don't know. At the time, he was known as Bruce Jenner. Whoa! So we have so much to so talk much. about. So anyway, so let's yeah. get her out here. So Louise so is going to jump. Up. Is going to jump back behind the camera, but she's going to stay part of the conversation. Thank Yay. you, Wing Woman. I love maybe Wing Woman. Wing. I be be careful, woman. don't hurt yourself. Wing woman, right? And now, here she is. Thank you. Ty Babalonia. Babalonia. Oh, she skated in. I love that. Almost in. She, she kind of, you kind of skated Yes. This is so exciting. That. All right. So wait. We so, have so much to go over. We, we have so much to go over. So I'm just looking to see, like, what I'm looking to see the live feed, right? Because there we are. It's a little, oh, there you are. There you are with me. So I'm looking to see, oh, okay. So I, I don't, I, um, yeah. Um, anyway, so well, Tara's there. I see Tara's there. Let's see who else is is uh, is with us right now. Rick Smokey, hi Rick. I hope you heard um, my hi, my little shout out, Jonathan. Yeah, we got we got nice people. Everybody's here with us. And, and, and my friend Bruce said that Debbie Gordon and uh, his sister Debbie Gordon and Ty were friends. Debbie Gordon. It just went up the screen. That's all I can tell Was you. Was Debbie Gordon a skater? We don't know. We don't know. All right. We don't know. This is why. Hi, Debbie. Yeah. Hi, Debbie. Yes. So she gets a hello. It's That's Bruce's good. sister. Bruce's, Bruce's sister. Why. All right. So, so Ty. All right. Cheers. Here's, here's cheers to you. To sobriety. Okay. To sobriety. Okay. So let's talk about sobriety since you brought that up first. Okay. Right on. So how you how long have you been sober? I just celebrated nine years, November fourth. Happy birthday. As and it's so interesting birthday. because. You know, we've had Randy and I have had a really wonderful career. Hell yeah! You know, ups and downs, but really great. And with the sobriety, it's the first time that I've pat myself on the back. Like you mean not did, not to be the world champion figure? No, no, because that was my job. But this was—it's. I mean, it's so huge for me. And I'm so proud of myself for the first time. As well, you should. <coughs> it's a huge. Thank okay, you. so what? Um, what was your was was alcohol your drug? Or, what was your drug? Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, no drugs. So now, did you ever skate drunk? I did a couple of times as a. Pro I know. So, it's so stupid. <laughs> wow. And silly. How'd you do? Horribly. Oh. You know, I'd hate to go back and look at the videotapes, but it was at Harrah's in Lake Tahoe. Okay. Um, it's so interesting because we had the in the dressing room. The week before, it was Sammy Davis 
and actually Bill Cosby were, were performing there. So back then in the 80s, you got a full bar. Right. You got, you know, you right. know no fully stocked. Yeah. No mini bar. <laughs> fully stocked. And I would just take a little nip of brandy here and there. And I, you know, I just said, well, let's try a little nip before this, um, it was a dinner show. Because okay. we had two shows a night. So right. dinner show, then we had the cocktail show. Mm -hmm. And it was just a bad choice. It did not end up well. Did you ever fall down because you were drunk on the ice? No. But I started laughing once. <laughs> Boy, I got you the giggles. You don't usually see figure figure skaters don't usually laugh, right? I got the giggles, <laughs> and it was it was a disaster. So never again. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yeah. Okay. So what did you have a bottom? What 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 made you get sober? I was in Ashland, Oregon. I'd actually moved from home from here, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. to Ashland. Not knowing I was going to get sober there, right. but I could fall. I could feel myself falling. I could fall. There you go. I could fall. <laughs> I could slide. No, I, I could feel myself falling through the cracks here at home. I wasn't mm -hmm. working. I was with the comedian. I was Which, kind of, the before we have. I was going to say before mention we have and David Brenner. We'll talk about that too. Right. That's a, a whole another yeah TV show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just felt myself Louise slipping. Louise shocked. You didn't know. You don't remember, right? I don't remember okay. that. Yeah, we'll get, right. we'll, we'll get to it. Um, so anyway, I was in Ashland, Oregon, mm -hmm. and um, just happened to get sober there. I was, you know, I was, I was maintaining, okay. but starting to fight a lot with David. Okay. And just combative, and just was he? Um, did, was he a drinker? Was he a social? I mean, he was a normie. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, and he could handle it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. So I, we just had a huge blowout one morning, and he, I think he walked out and. I thought, you know what? It's time. The next morning, went to a meeting. No kidding. Yeah. So Ashland, I have to thank Ashland, Oregon, because that's where I got sober. And that was the last drink? Yep. Never, no sliding? No. 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 And do you, um, did you, do you use program to help you through it? We, we won't name it to honor the traditions. Right. But While I was in Ashland, uh -huh. I was going to, and I liked the small, it was a little church, mm -hmm. maybe six people at the oh, most, nice. and I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, at least four meetings a week. Um, and now I know if I do need a meeting, uh -huh. I know exactly who to call, because uh -huh. so many of our, our friends are in a program. Mm -hmm. So I just, I... Ghostbusters I, or me. There you go. I just know I don't, I will never go back to what, you know, it was just a disaster. Mm -hmm. And I've worked so hard to get to this point. So when did, when did the drinking start to become a problem for you? Like, did you drink, when you were a teenager, were you partying and doing all of that? How, mm -hmm. how could you possibly do all that training and be loaded? Well, it wasn't training. The drinking didn't start until we turned professional. Ah, so you were, so amateur years, Olympia, oh, Olympia, we were true, true, like clean, hardcore. You had to be. Yes, there's absolutely. no way you could do all of that. Absolutely. So once we turned professional after the eighty Olympics, mm -hmm. um, we signed a three year contract with the Ice Capades. Mm -hmm. That was the number one professional show at the time. It's um, not anymore. There's no more ice. There capades. is no more. Ice yeah, there's capades. not a lot of dancing on the ice. What, what what is it called now? Dance, what? There, there are ice shows. There's Stars on Ice. Uh -huh. There's Disney on Ice. Uh, right. Okay. That's kind of it. Right. Um, so that's when the bad habits started. And I was mm -hmm. what I was doing, I, I was 20. I think I just turned 21. I was basically just trying to keep up with the older kids. Because everyone was drinking. It's like, well, I can do this now. Wow. Not knowing I had 
an addictive personality. Mm. So you don't know until you get there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So a simple glass of wine turned into a bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. The bottle of wine turned into a bottle of brandy or something harder. Mm -hmm. And it just escalated. But I was maintaining. I was still performing. So from 81 until 88, we were on the road constantly. And so what did that look like? So if you were drinking, so you waited till after you guys were off the ice yes, and then you would party. Yeah, yeah. And so then how Absolutely. would you, I heard something. So then how uh -huh. would you feel the next day? I mean, was it? Was we, I think because we were in such great shape, mm. we were, you know, we were Olympians. Yeah. I was able to <laughs> handle it. I was able to handle it. We were but, in such great shape. I, words you have never heard me say. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, well, I was. So, you know, I was able up until, like I said, 1988 when I crashed and burned. It all came to a head. Okay, what happened in 1988? I fell through the cracks. I um, this is when the, the we were in Tahoe mm -hmm. at Harrah's. It's mm -hmm. still there actually. And I had a little something before a show mm -hmm. and it didn't go well in the performance and I came back and for some reason I think we had a tour set for after that Harrah's run. Mm -hmm. And for some reason I said I'm not doing the tour. I'm not quite sure why I said that, but I said it. And Randy goes, Well, you signed a contract and you know, there's a lot of money on the line and people, you know, the crew and everyone else and the other guest stars, you're doing it. And it be, you know, we had this huge fight in the dressing room. It's actually in the, in the On Thin Ice TV movie. I, I okay. That I came that out up. in 91. Who played it's, you? Well, there were three ties. There was little <laughs> baby tie. There was middle, you know, funny 12 year old tie. And then there was the tie in her twenties. Surreal. We'll talk okay. about that. Okay. Well, well, okay, we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, that's a whole other okay. journey. I can't even imagine somebody playing. Surreal. Yeah. And I'll tell you who played my mother, which okay. is so surreal. Okay. Um, no, tell so, me now, because we're here. So, okay. So, it's so on thin ice. Yeah. Uh, I think we filmed it in 1990. Uh-huh. Or maybe it came out in 90. Um, Did you make a guest appearance in the movie? We, uh, Randy and I doubled for ourselves. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> um, we filmed in Toronto. It was NBC. Mm-hmm. And the woman, the actress who played my mom, was someone I was a fan of as a kid in the early 70s because she starred on a show called Room 222. Oh, what? my. Denise Nichols? Denise Nichols <gasps> played my oh, mother. Wow. So wow. how wild is that? Wow. Yeah. I loved her. I loved yes. that show. And she did a great job. But once again, you know, because I had to watch the, kind of be there for the scenes, mm -hmm. and it was just... Like, was surreal. It to, was it hard to watch? Like some of the some, harder some scenes. Part, yeah, some of your life mm -hmm. play out. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about your life. So, so yeah. where did you? You're a little kid. Where, where you? Where'd you grow up? Where were you? Where On you the west up? side, Los Angeles. You're in Los Angeles. Yes. When did yes. you start skating? When I was six. My godfather. Mm -hmm. His name is Mako Nakashima. He, um, in fact, gave me my first name. Mm -hmm. And he took me skating for the first time in Burbank, at Pickwick. It could happen to you. But I hated it. Why? And I cried. I didn't, because I didn't know what skating was. I didn't know what. Did you have double blades when you were little? No. No. Right to the single blade. No. Single blades. <laughs> and I thought, you know, he just, he had to take me home. And then a little while after that, I saw Peggy Fleming on television. Gorgeous. Floaty. And I knew, then I knew, okay, it's going to be cold. It's going to smell funny. You're going to fall. And I said, mom, let's try it again. 
So and now, I was hooked. Up until that point, you're, you're only six. Did you have a dream when you were a really little girl? Did you have a first dream? Do you remember, like, when I grow up, I want to be... I wanted to be an artist. Ah. And I was I was a painter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because my, I was I was accepted into this prestigious art school. Oh. On Wilshire Boulevard, uh -huh. right next to the La Brea Tar Pits. Huge school. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, experienced ice skating. So I remember so vividly on Wilshire Boulevard in front of the tar pits, looking at the school with all the kids and their paints and everything. And my mom said, you have to make a choice. Oh I was six or seven. <laughs> she said, you have to make a choice because we can't afford oh, both. Well, I get so, that. I get that. And I said, mommy, I want to skate. Boom. Thank Done. God. Thank God. Well, oh, who Done. knows? You could have been in the Metropolitan Museum of Art by now. We don't know what it is. Who knows? Happened. But I, I, I love the choice I made. It sounds like you made a good one. Okay. I was obsessed. Okay, so now, you're, so, you're, so you're, you've chosen to skate. How often are you skating when you're a little? Because it, it was expensive to go skating. Yes. So how but, often are you skating and when do you start to train? You start with like a Saturday. Okay. And you start with group lessons. And then you go on to private lessons, and you go, you know, how often, after school. How often are you, are you skating when you're eight, nine? Well, I met Randy when I was eight. Oh, how did you meet Randy? It's another great story. Okay. This is, this is your life. Um, yeah. We were skating in Culver City. Uh-huh. That rink's now closed. And the teacher we were taking from Mabel Fairbanks, famous black, iconic, you know, barrier breaker, skating coach. And she needed a pair team for the club show there. Randy was Dr. Doolittle and he needed like a little partner. For some reason she thought of us, I was eight, he was 10. And she said, Ty, hold his hand. Did you want to hold his no. hand? No, no, <laughs> cooties. Yeah. And um, so she ba basically had to bribe us to, to skate around the rink together. And it took her uh, like a year to get used to Skating with Randy. So now, so, right from doing this little part, she knew to she like keep knew you guys something. together. Yes, there was magic. I think we just looked cute, or it just—I'm <laughs> not sure what she thought, but were you height? You must have been height appropriate and all of that stuff. I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh -huh. Who knows? Uh -huh. But you know, like you uh -huh. said earlier, next year we celebrate 50 years. It's. Crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy that that's possible. Crazy time. And, and all right, we're gonna get. We're not gonna do things in chronological order. So I tell know. us now. You've got something special planned for the 50th anniversary. Right. I can. I can just say. A, you know. A little bit. A, a teeny bit. Okay. It will be on. Something will be on the network. ABC. Nice. That introduced Randy and I back in 1974 on Wide World of Sports to the world. Oh my God. Because they have all our footage. Oh. So, they, you know, we'll do something next year. That's nice. all I can say. We'll sell, it's, you know, we're celebrating. I love it. Celebrating a great, you know, an amazing friendship and the, and the, the performing and the competing was the icing on the cake. Okay, so we're going to talk about your relationship and, and what that went through. But while we're here and we're talking about TV and we're talking about partnering, mm -hmm. tell us about being on Skating with Celebrities with Bruce Jenner. Oh. I mean, oh my gosh. Amazing. By the way, I, yes. um, I was on a, uh, on a flight from New York to L.A. and I had just had surgery and my stepfather paid for me to fly first class. Right. And my seat partner, 
just post the Olympics was Bruce Jenner. No way. And he could not have been lovelier. He was such a lovely, so lovely nice. man. Invited me. We went up to the 740. It was a, it was a 740. They had lounges. Oh, the upstairs, upstairs. Yeah. the best. We went up to the lounge. The we had a drink. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He well, he is. he is. He okay, is. So, so I've known Bruce since um, I was 15 years old. Yeah. Okay. You know, Olympians. We're right. a family. What, were you guys at the same time? No. Uh, he was 76 summer. Right. We were winter in 76. Okay. But okay. you know, there's right, always obviously. events that you go to. Right, so I've known right. him since I was a, a young teen. Um, Did he ever I, hit on you? I'm just asking. Bruce? No. He was always with someone. He was. Either. He was um, very handsome. What's the to uh, Thompson? Linda Thompson? Lin was, yeah, Linda Thompson. Linda Thompson, sure. and then he was married before that. But anyway, so I for skating with celebrities, which mm -hmm. was on Fox, I was paired with Bruce. Mm -hmm. And. Honestly, Did he know how to skate? He had skated as a child mm -hmm. in Connecticut, mm -hmm. but basically learned on the spot, wow. on the set. Wow. And I really think he should have won because he was truly the non-skating celebrity. Oh, the other ones were cheating? The other ones, not cheating, but they had a little skating experience, mm -hmm. or, you know, mm -hmm. as, as like Chris, Christy Swanson. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but Bruce was great, and then and an athlete is an athlete. I mean, did he take to it? Well, yeah, <laughs> he was dedicated, mm -hmm. driven, just like he was in the right. decathlon and mm -hmm. in the Olympics. I mean, that's what it took. Right. So he brought that onto set in skating with celebrities, and almost got the best of me. It's like Bruce, you know. How so? No, you can't lift me because I want to see my son at the time. You know, <laughs> learn to drive. <laughs> graduate high school but he wanted to lift me he wanted to do, he wanted to do everything that Randy and I did wow and it's just you, you can't yeah so it was a little frustrating but you know the, the footage is on YouTube so you can go to oh definitely skating with celebrities. oh god I'll be posting a link to that under this yeah that was great and now he is she oh Caitlin and I haven't met Caitlin oh I was just gonna ask did you guys stay in touch not no, so much not okay. so much okay. not, you know a little bit after the show and mm -hmm. then Boom, boom, boom. The kid, you know, Kardashians happen, and we really didn't see him. And then, right now, she's. I haven't seen her yet. Okay, I met well, her. I can't. Yeah. Maybe that day I'll come. Maybe. Maybe that day I'll come. And they must have like. Um, do they still have like Olympic events where you get invited to go back and Olympians through the Absolutely. years and all Absolutely. that kind of stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe one. Yeah. You know, maybe one day. The Olympics are coming up. The Olympics so. are coming up, and and maybe you'll both get to be a correspondent. At the, but although he's summer, you're winter. It's kind of a different. Right. And scene. I don't know how much she, Caitlin, is doing. Right. Olympic wise. Right. I think she's on to a whole new. It's all new. It's all new. Yeah. It's, it's all a, different. It's an all new life. Okay. Right. So we're going back. So you and Randy now have started to skate together, mm -hmm. and you're doing cute little things locally. How does this be? How does the Olympic training start? How does how do you get on that track? What happens? Well, in nineteen uh, the fall of seventy one, mm -hmm. we had switched coaches. So we went from Mabel Fairbanks to the number one pair coach in Southern California. And now, why and how did that happen? Because Mabel had given us all she knew. Right. And it was time to take it to the next level. So we went to Mr. Nix, and at that time he had... Well, all right, wait, I just wanted to... Who knew, it, who knew you guys were, were fast-tracking to the Olympics? Was it your parents? Was it your coach? Was it you guys? Who, who made the decision, okay, we're going for this? It just sort of happens. Mm. It's the goal. Mm -hmm. It's the long-term... It's term. always the goal. It's always the goal. 
Um, but it wasn't, it's interesting, someone asked me this before, it wasn't, Randy and I are the kind of competitors or athletes that, you know, you train hard, odds are, and you skate well, you perform well, odds are you're going to win. We weren't the kind of Tanya oh. Harding kind of athlete where I'm going to win at any cost. It's like, oh, I, you know, oh, I got to win, win, win. We just knew if we went out and did our best, odds are we would be on top. Well, so what is odds are? I can odds train. What? People, not everybody is going to win. It takes a... Well, it ta yeah. We all train hard. You got to be consistent. You have to set goals. You have to have crazy talent and natural And you got to be a little crazy, crazy mm -hmm. to, you know, to change, you know, you change your life and you also change your, your family's life. It's right. a commitment, not just from the skater, but from the whole family. How did it impact your family growing up? Do you have siblings? I have an older brother. Okay, so what was he into? Every, he, was the, he was the natural athlete. He was good at everything. Tennis, football, baseball, basketball. I ch you know. Did he but, go to school for it? What did he? He played football in high school. Mm -hmm. But I picked one sport. I knew exactly, you know, mm -hmm. that I loved it. That's the only thing I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I just focused on that. Mm -hmm. So once they saw, once my parents saw me excelling in it, it changed everything. So did it, they have to like find money to be able to finance? Well, it? my father, who was with the LAPD for 26 years. Um, ah, now I get the police connection. We'll talk about this in a yes, little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so with that, with LAPD, he was also head of security at Paramount Studios. This is all to pay my skating bills. And he did some private home security for Lou Wasserman. Yes, I read about this. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. So that, I mean, it's expensive. But what it also did was it, you know, the vacation stopped. My brother had to take a back seat because everything mm. was focused as it, you know, that happens. When did a kid your brother takes to have resentment about that? How did, how did, how I, you... th I think he never voiced it, but mm -hmm. I'm sure he did. Mm -hmm. It's like, why, you know, why is she getting all of the attention? Mm -hmm. But, you know. But then did he have the benefit of your life after? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And so did your family. Yes, the yes. whole family. Yes. And it takes a village. And my brother is so much a part of my success as my whole family is. And Lovely. still, yes. Oh yeah, my, he's my rock. He's the normal one. <laughs> he's the is normal he a normie? Was he, does he's he not have addiction? Does he not no, have addiction? No, mm -hmm. And he's, he's got a great job. He, he works over at Radford mostly, you know, does lighting and he's a grip and he's on different shows and he's married. Yeah, that's my rock. That's my, fantastic. he's my hero. That's fantastic. Do you hear that? Constancio. He knows. What's his name? Constancio. I love it. He knows. Okay, he mm -hmm. knows. He knows. Alright, so you're so you're a little girl, you're fast tracking. When does it start to when do you start to get a sense that this is really gonna happen? Or do you believe that from the get go? What? That, that making the Olympic team? Yeah. You start we start we knew not we didn't know because anything can happen. In nineteen seventy four. Mm-hmm. We had made, we were actually the youngest, I was 14, and we made the world team, which was huge. Wow. We were 14 and 16. And so once that happens, it's like, okay, another two years, there's your chance. This is, this is the pair team to be on the Olympic team. Wow. So you try, you try and block it out, but it's there. It's always there. And then there. that's the goal. And we, we did it. So we 
Yes, you did. So, so what's what's your relationship with Randy like? Uh, little kids not wanting to hold hands and stuff. Okay, how how is that relationship changing as you guys are getting a little older, older and getting more success, success, success? What's your relationship? With, what was your relationship with Randy like then? Best friend, mm -hmm. soulmate. Um, did did you have each other's back always? Always, all that stuff? always. It's the most unique relationship and friendship and I'm uh, so protective mm -hmm. of it I try not to analyze it because it's a little freaky because because we're so close so close and you have to trust him above and beyond any person right. in this whole world right. because he's holding you up in he's the air he's holding me and throwing me and we're you know we're just constantly together to the point and all right you know I had to go to therapy for this it's interesting um, I have to separate Scout's mom, who you're talking to now. Scout is is Scout's Ty's my son. son. Okay, okay, we're gonna talk about yeah. Scout's uh, Ty's mom. Yes. Yeah. So there's Scout's mom, mm -hmm. and then there's Time Randy. Mm -hmm. And I just, for me, it got a little confusing for a moment where I couldn't, I didn't know if I could function without him, without my partner, without Randy. Wow. And it, it scared me. It scared me because I didn't know if I could I could do anything alone. It's like, does he have to? You know, well, I need him for the rest of my life. And he, Randy, was fine. He fine with his how he dealt with it. He knew where to put it. He knew how to handle it. I kind of struggled. Are with you it. sure that he wouldn't have a similar thing to say? Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, he figured so, it out earlier than I did. It took me a minute. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so you're you're together. How many hours a day are you guys together? when things are really cooking? Eight hours. Eight hours a day, every day. Pretty much. Every day. So now, when that starts to, okay, so let's let's talk, so so tell us, what is it like when you find out you qualify for the Olympics? What 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 craziness is that? Well, um, see, in 76, because we were on two Olympic teams, so 76, you're young, and everything is new, and there's the opening ceremonies, and there's no pressure, you just go in it's like whatever happens happens really and we came in fifth which was amazing I'm um, totally amazing so that's that was you know not that it was easy just no pressure how old were you then 16 yeah four years later Lake Placid whole different story because yeah, the pressure then is on. pressure's on um, the media starts you know they, they start revving up and, and America's darling yes all that starts to happen. I can't even imagine what it's like now because it's, you know, it's internet and mm. so. Twitter alone. Yeah, be. so Lake Placid and they, you know, we were, I guess, expected to win. Everyone was planning on us or hoping for us to win. Mm -hmm. Once again, we just want to go out and do our best. Whatever right. happens, happens. But that's, you know, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. um, our story is, as you probably know, mm -hmm. did not happen. Mm -hmm. My partner got hurt. He pulled the groin muscle. When, at what stage did that happen? He injured it at home mm -hmm. a few weeks before. We were training in Santa Monica. Can you imagine what that moment must have been for Randy when he knew that he was injured? I can't even imagine. Okay, listen to this. Okay. It's another... Randy's doing a one-man show. At that time? Called, no, now. Oh, 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 oh. Called Go Figure. And okay. we, we just got two dates, I'll, I'll tell you the dates, in West Hollywood, and then we're going on the road and we're doing two weeks in Delaware. In this show, because this is his story, not right. my, I'm part right. of the story. Right. 
but this is Randy's story. And you mm -hmm. thought you knew everything? No. So he, he talks about, I don't want to give it away, but he'll talk yeah. about that, that pretty experience. much in mm -hmm. detail. Wow. Pretty intense. Mm -hmm. I bet and so the night, the, the day of the opening ceremonies in Lake Placid, <laughs> we had a rehearsal, we had a practice after the ceremonies. Mm -hmm. And he re-injured it. Because it was fine, it was skatable up until then. Oh. So in Lake Placid, he re-injured it. And I didn't know how injured, how bad it was. They mm -hmm. kind of kept it from me, and mm -hmm. I understand why. Mm -hmm. But the rest is our story. You know, it didn't happen. So what is that like for you? When your partner, somebody you trust and love as much as anybody on the planet, mm -hmm. Is, is injured, but it's also changed the course of your your present and your future. Right. So what does that feel like? What is that? What, what, what was that process for you? Well, it's once again, that's my best friend. Yeah, who's injured. Yeah, a lot of interviews after and we did a lot Wanted you know, they wanted a story. They wanted an angle. They wanted to, mm -hmm. you know They wanted something negative like weren't you you know, he took it away from you and weren't you it's like are you kidding me? No This is someone who is hurt who may not skate again. Oh, so was that it was that bad oh, oh. So that was the big question. Will we skate again? Will we be able to have a professional career? We didn't know mm. So no, I was not upset. It just Shit happens. Can it. I say that? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's my yep. Yeah. This wasn't in the cards for us. And it's interesting because we gained so many, so much love from fans. Mm -hmm. A lot of people watching that night, millions. And they saw that millions and millions. <laughs> they saw that we were human. They saw that it didn't happen the way everyone wanted it to happen. Mm -hmm. They saw that someone's muscle was injured, and did the, was did anybody deliver? Did anybody shit talk? Did anybody? Did you, was there any of that, or was it all just a love fest they, of understanding? No, there was there was some some negative press because mm -hmm. they wanted you know they yeah they have to start they up. wanted that. Um, but how about like your coach and your coaches and your parents? Like what was the what was what was that what was happening there a lot of confusion mm -hmm. that night mm -hmm. like I said the, the big question was will he heal will he will we be able to perform again mm -hmm. and we did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he healed properly mm -hmm. um, the Olympics in 80 were in February April 1st we signed a contract with the Isaac Pades, wow. a three-year contract so so it happened pretty um, right. swiftly. And we really, if we would have gone out and won, we really would have been doing the same professionally. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Nothing would have been different. Uh -huh. But we just, we gained so many fans from... The human story. The human story. Absolutely. And they called us the Heartbreak Kids, and we got a, a phone call from then-President Carter <laughs> saying, we still love you. I mean, it was just, we were Aww. so lucky. And we still today have those same fans. Aww. So... I'll take it. I'll take it. You, it. you have a wonderful attitude about it. I mean, because I'm, I'm imagining that there are partnerships where the other partner would have felt like, you took it away from me, you know, like the Tanya Harding kind of mentality. Right, that's a whole different... Um, which is a whole different thing. Yeah, I don't have that. We don't have that chip. We don't, you know, and we made a commitment and stuff happens.
and you move on. So how has the, um, the partnership and the relationship morphed over the years? So you're saying you had a hard time separating um, when, when you became a mom, you're still yes. skating. You're still yes. competitively skating. Especially, especially skating. Yes. yes. So how is that? How is that happening? How is what I mean, happening? Physically, I mean, you have to obviously stop for a while. Right. I stopped. Um, yeah, I took a break, obviously, when I was pregnant. I was actually, I, I taught a little bit. And my two students were, this is so Hollywood, and I'm so name dropping right now, but they're freaking A-list names. Um, Jack Nicholson hired me. What? To teach his daughter. Lorraine was a baby, maybe five. Wow. And Denzel Washington and his wife Pauletta hired me to teach their little one. So those are my two students while I was pregnant. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I had Scout nine months after that. We opened in Atlantic City at Harrah's. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so now did you take Scout on the road with you? A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. And with a nanny. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was like 96 and I had gotten divorced. And I was back on the road because mom had to work. Mom had to work. Mom had to work. And so has Scout understood this mother that he has and this, because you're, you know, you're beloved and, and admired and, and people know you when you go out. How is that for a little kid? I don't think he understood it. Mm -hmm. He never said anything, but he, you know, he, he, I could I could tell he was thinking like why why are they asking her, you know all these questions and why is she on TV and why you know mm -hmm. it's it's but he never voiced it now okay. he does uh -huh. as a as a young man he so, understands it so tell us a little bit about Scout and what he's up to you just were sharing Scout with yeah I can I'll I'll touch on it I won't mm -hmm. say where okay um and he's not there yet so but if all goes well it it will happen so uh, about a year ago. Uh, my son Scout came up to me and how old is he? He's 22 now, okay. so I think a year ago. I could be wrong. And he said, "Mom, I want to follow in my grandfather's footsteps." And I thought for sure it was the musical Artie Butler side, <laughs> musical arranger, that whole side. And I thought I like because he was musical too. Mm -hmm. And I got excited. And he goes, yeah. he goes, "I want to follow in your father's." footsteps and I went oh boy that that's policeman talk that's that's cop talk and I said I I didn't react there was no reaction and I said Is that and I felt bad it yeah I got like a lump in my throat and I, I said scout I guess it just give mom give mom give me about a week to let to let it simmer and let me let me take it all in. I said I I honor it, but just let me think about this. So yeah, yeah. and that was an honest reaction. Absolutely, and he understood mm -hmm. because I saw what my mom went through mm -hmm. as the as the wife. Of were there scary? Excuse me, I'm gonna call. You, you never know if they're gonna come home. <coughs> were there were there any scary close calls with your dad over the years? No, he was Thank pretty God. lucky. Pretty lucky. Thank and he, were, you know, his last 15 years were in Hollywood, which he loved. Maybe it was 10 years. By the way, somebody which just he, said great hair. I, 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 I'm just noticing. And it's all mine. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that's Scout's path, and I honor it, and we're so proud of him. And he's mm -hmm. in training now, and if all goes well, he'll graduate in December. So.
Mommy loves you, Scout. Oh, yeah, God. so um, proud of you. That it's wonderful that you can. Yeah, I get it. You have. I get it. I'm getting Louise. Mm -hmm. I'm getting like I'm looking at at Ty, and I'm thinking, you know, normally uh, when we do this show in the studio, we we throw the celebrity out at the at the end, and we discuss what we think um, that your your tools are and what your the secrets to your success. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm just. One thing that's a thread that's through everything you're saying is this beautiful acceptance yeah. of, of what is. And um, right. with your career, with Randy, with Scout, with being a kid and going with the flow. Well, it, right now, you know, it's, it's, and being sober helps, as you know, yeah. so much. Yeah. That just changed everything. And it's, it's, it's owning, because I've made it hundreds of mistakes and I still make mistakes but I've never blamed anyone that's, I never blamed anyone that's huge. in my personal life I never blamed Randy for what happened in, in at the Olympics I just you know you own it and I can look myself in the mirror it's like you know you made a mistake you know next next but that's not that's not something that necessarily comes naturally to people especially mm -hmm. to at like alcoholic addicts whatever for me it was right. always I was a blamer and it's everything was your fault it was never my fault I was never wrong I was never sorry until I got sober mm -hmm. and then I kind of grew up and learned oh wait a minute it's all my fault. right oh, I'm right. always wrong you know all of that you know humility didn't come to me till later in life but right. it sounds like you had it right from the start right and uh, that's the great parenting and learning to pay it forward. I just know how lucky I am. I'm lucky that I had a, because you know, a lot of skating families break up. Mm -hmm. I was so lucky that my parents stayed together, the family stayed intact, and they just supported me and still support me till this day. So that, you know, that's where the gratitude comes in. Well, did you ever have resentment that you, that other kids were doing kid things and you were, Constantly training in training and training. I get that question quite a bit. No Because I loved what I was doing. Yeah. I loved the process of training I loved competing to see how you know how I was gonna do I was I was obsessed To the point where I had to wake my parents up and say we got to get to the rink <laughs> Wow, I was obsessed. You know that movie the red shoes. Yeah, that's that was me on mm -hmm. the ice. I I, I craved it and all my friends were at the rink. It's I call it my frozen playground, and it was my hat. And still today, it's you know not that I skate a lot, but I was going to ask that. So how much do you skate now? If we have something coming up, like next year, we'll we'll do some stuff. Mm -hmm. And if we know we have something on the ice, we'll get on the ice and, and practice for about a month just to look presentable. Just, we don't do all those tricks. Sure. Just to look pretty. So to look pretty, pretty will take about a month. Yes. Of how much a day? An hour, if that. Oh, Just an you know, and maybe what, a half hour. What about other exercise? Because you're in incredible shape. So what do you do to stay fit if you're not skating? Um, Pilates, I love. Mm -hmm. But my reformer's in, I have so much stuff in storage. My reformer is in storage, and I miss it. Um, I'll go and run on track. Mm -hmm. Sprints. How um, are your knees? They're okay. Have you had injuries yourself? No. That's so lucky. incredible. So lucky. Oh, do you follow a certain diet? Like, are you? Uh, no meat. I stopped eating meat in the '80s. I stopped eating chicken in the '80s. So I eat fish. Nothing, you know, moderation. Moderation mm -hmm. with sugar and 
Yeah. Um, and do you do allow yourself little treats? Absolutely. Because you look amazing. Uh, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about David. So, so how did you? How did you? How did you? How did you, how did you and now I have a, a David Brenner. I know you do. Didn't yeah. you work at a club in New York? You know, yes. Um, and you know, I completely forgot Maxwell. about that. And I was going to say it was a restaurant, Maxwell's Pub. But I was yeah. going to say my connection was through Gabe, through my my husband. But actually, I have I forgot. He changed the course of my life, <gasps> David Brenner. See? And I just remember this now. And actually, my story got got written at, as part of his obituary. Somebody took it and put it in an article in a, in a magazine. But my okay. quick story is that when I was um, just out of college, mm -hmm. I worked at Maxwell's Plum in New York, which was like a mega celebrity, uh, Warner Leroy, yes. uh, you know, and it was like every, I waited on every celebrity ever, but David lived right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I was on 64th and 1st, he right. lived very close. Right. And he would come in all the time and he would come in alone. And he was like an unbelievable tipper. He was lovely, lovely, lovely. Right. And I he was, was big a, on tips. I was a yes. huge fan of his. I mean, when, when he was on Ed Sullivan or on The Tonight Show or whatever, mm -hmm. I, I was a, a rabid fan of his. I right. never missed his sets. I, I genuinely adored really? him from the time I was a little girl. So, yes. um, so anyway, I was a fan and I was waiting on him and he was always lovely to me. And then um, fast forward so a few years later, I started working as a rock and roll promoter in this little club. I became a stand-up for a little while, and and then I I was being a rock and roll promoter, and they had this great T-shirt. And David had a show called Nightlife. That's right. And he used to he would wear his, them. His, his like his thing at the beginning of the show was yes. he would put on a fan's T-shirt. Right. And then he would reveal. Under his and suit. promote, yeah. And he would promote whatever was on that T-shirt. Right. And so I had actually no idea if I could pull this off, but I said to my, I was making like no money. I was making like I don't know, two hundred dollars a week when I started working there or something, because I was working as a comic on the side and I was only doing this part time. And I said, I can get David Brenner to to wear our T-shirt. And they said, Well, if you do that, we'll double your salary. And so Whoa. I had no idea if I could do it, but I took the T-shirt and I sent it. By the way, if you. In the olden days, we used to send things in snail mail. There's this thing called snail mail. You have to go to the post office. <laughs> right. And I sent it, sign receipt. So somebody, I didn't know that, I knew he wouldn't necessarily have to register, sign it. Right. But I knew somebody close would have to. And I figured that if I wrote this note and said, you were always so great to me, and if, if you wear this shirt on the air, they're going to double my salary. I figured he, and he, so anyway, so, he did it. so, so, so. I, we would watch on the cameras in the club, in the Rock and Roll Cafe on Bleecker Street in New York. Oh we my would watch, gosh. Right? Next right. to the Bitter Ranch. Yep. So we, we would watch wow. the screens and my bosses, Artie and Jay, every night when the when nightlife would come on and David would do his reveal, they'd go, can't get it done, huh? Can't get it done, uh. huh? And, can't get it done, Keats, huh? I was Keats then. And, and, and one night I'm just sitting there and I look up and I see, it was a pink hat, like a black, it was a cool yeah. t-shirt, black, black with a pink hat, like and all of a sudden I see this little thing of pink and I went, wait, wait, <gasps> wait, oh, oh. and we didn't have, we didn't DVR, like right. watching those, right. it was like, look, 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 and like the whole club just started oh screaming, my God. and so they doubled my salary, and so then yeah. I said, I'm going to get this on Cindy Adams, I'm going to get her to write about it, and it took like, Cindy was like a little behind, it took like months, but it happened, and then they doubled my salary again, See? so David started this That's whole, a great story. he started this whole thing, and then I met him in the green room with Gabe years later and got to tell him the story. So and he remembered. Oh he, yeah. yes, he yeah. was wonderful. Okay, so tell me, tell me how you met David and and what that was about for you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, at some point I'm going to do a book. Oh, so I'll, don't tell us. So I'll just all I know, of the story. Yeah, but I'll I'll tell you. Okay. Um, it was at the Palm. Love the Palm Steakhouse. You ate meat then. 
No. No, I had a lost star thing. <laughs> um, and I wasn't with him. I was on another date. Date. Ooh. And it was, it was, I think, at the end. It was at the end of that relationship. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I keep hearing, and I just, it's, if I'm not laughing, I know in a, in a relationship, I know mm -hmm. there's something, there's something not right. Mm -hmm. Something's missing. Mm -hmm. So I kept hearing this laughter in back of me. You're getting through dinner with my date. And I kept hearing laughter. Something was going on in back of me. It's like, oh my God, whoever that is, I want to kind of be there. Aww. That just seems more interesting to me. Uh -huh. Anyway, got through dinner and we're walking out to the uh, parking lot and I look over and it's Richard Lewis <laughs> and this other comedian who I really, I knew the face, I, I couldn't, like I couldn't oh, think of no. his name. I couldn't, I didn't, but I knew Richard Lewis. Mm -hmm. He was a little more current mm -hmm. and doing, like he had a TV show with Jamie Lee and I knew that, right. I knew him. Mm -hmm. And so for some reason I stopped, so me, I just stopped and introduced myself and Richie goes, I know who you are. And he knew everything about wow. Yeah. I'm name dropping again. That's so, okay. This is a show is that about okay? name dropping. It's the truth. Celebrity real maxes. It's, it's, it's the truth. Name drop away. And so I was having this conversation with Richard. And Richard, Richard's girlfriend at the time happened to knew, know my date also. So we're, all the focus was on Lewis. Richard okay. Lewis. And you know who was... It being ignored, which never happens to do. You don't ignore David Brenner. Excuse me. Excuse me. I know he's watching. Um, so it's, you know, he starts getting antsy and he makes some skating joke and it wasn't, I didn't laugh because it, it wasn't funny. And that just pissed him off more. And finally I looked over and I went, oh my God, I'm in so much trouble right now because there was that thing. That oh, connection. Really? Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Instantly. Wow. And so You I, mean you hadn't turned around during the whole dinner to see who was behind you laughing? Not till That's, I left. Wow. Okay. So he was very nice mm -hmm. and he he knew who time ran. He goes, I remember when you won did he knew everything also. So that helps. So anyway, and then we leave and I thought, oh And I, no there's no exchanging of phone numbers or anything like not that yet. going on? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Not until I got home. Um, so I got home and I thought, well, I don't know, something's going to happen with the other relationship because there's something happening with. Oh, I hope you're the one that made the first move. Okay, go ahead. I am. <laughs> and I'm never, uh, that just gets me into trouble. I'm so tired of that. I'm, I, you know. Yes. So anyway, I go, I go to his website and I learn more about him. It's like, okay, I know exactly. Oh, we're already on the internet. When is this? Uh, 2005. Okay. Five, six, mm -hmm. five, six. And I go to his website and I just, I, it's like, okay, I can write him a little note saying it was nice meeting you. Which, that's innocent, right? Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> but then I leave my phone number. Is that still smooth? That's kind of... Uh, edgy smooth. That's edgy, edgy smooth. Edgy smooth. Edgy smooth what looking for says. trouble. <laughs> and... Thinking he's not good. he's not even gonna see this because it's like a fan site. Right. The next day, I get a call from. Him. There you go. That's how it happened. So yeah. yes, I did make the first move, and we were so, together up until 2011. Wow. 
Yeah, and so, we were engaged. We were not married. A lot of people get that. Mm -hmm. But he did marry someone in his last couple of years. Mm -hmm. He got married. Mm -hmm. So, the did most interesting relationship I've ever been a part of. How so? Um, just the, you know, the, the brilliance. Did he the make mind. You, did, did you laugh at all? Oh, we laughed. Oh, like crazy. It was like crazy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a price. There's a price with all that. So what, what was the down, like, what was it like when it wasn't laughter? Like, were you guys, were you... In, I can sum it up in two words okay. and then, because the, you know, I'm, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and plus, you know, I'm still great friends with his boy. They're three Brenner boys. Mm -hmm. um, and they're great friends with, with Scout. So I'll sum it up with brilliantly controlling. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. That's it. And we'll just take it from there. Okay. Yeah. So... Wow. Mm -hmm. And I, once again, you, I'm going to own it because I allowed it. Okay. I allowed it. And did, I you, was, did you, did, was it an ugly break? Okay break? Did you stay friends afterwards? Well, no. What was, no. It was no. bad. No. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. The more, the more sober I got. Mm -hmm. The angrier? The, 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 the um, cause you know, when you get sober, mm -hmm. it's, there's that strength. Right. And I always had it. But I kind of let go of it mm -hmm. when I was with him. Because mm -hmm. I just, it's like, well, maybe this is what you do to keep something going. And you mm -hmm. just let him take the lead, which mm -hmm. is so not me. Mm -hmm. But the more sober I got, it's like my days were numbered. Mm -hmm. Because I, I just wasn't, you know, there's a lot of fighting. Mm -hmm. I just said a, a lot of non-true lying. Let's say mm -hmm. lying, which I was catching him in, in different things. Mm -hmm. And... It's like I'm just I'm not gonna sit there and let him verbally pop me. So mm -hmm. I would you know I would stand up to him. Mm -hmm. My days were numbered. Mm -hmm. So, but it stayed sober. And that's amazing. And so yay for me. Yay for because you. Because it could have gone in a whole another direction, but I just knew I was on a path, and you know he was just part of. He's part. Brenner was part of. Is part of my journey, and right. I learned so much from him. You must. So I learned that? how to hustle. Well, Brenner. Really? Oh, yeah. East Coast yeah. style. In yeah. what way? Like with what? Just don't, you know, in pitch meetings. In, mm. in, don't, don't take no. Uh -huh. And don't take meetings at a restaurant. If you, can, if you can help it. Okay, tell us the wisdom of that. Because it becomes about food. You don't so want you have to stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. What I else? love that. What, you got another just, um, just keep fighting for what you believe in. This is, a, I have a life coach, Jeremy, and his thing is there's, there, there is no no. There is yeah. no stopping. There yes. is, there's, find another way in. Right. Find yeah. Another way but, in. oh, another one is start at the top. Start mm -hmm. with the A-listers and work your way. Don't go, don't find, don't use the middle people. Wow. Start at the top. If you can get there, great. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we're getting our tool. We're getting our tools, Louise. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is like, but he, the, he, that's how I learned to, you know, deal with because right now I have no manager, agent, or PR person. It's all me. Mm -hmm. Thank God for the internet. Mm -hmm. um, so I can make the call. They'll take the calls mm -hmm. that because there's a curiosity, mm -hmm. and they'll you know. So you can get in the door. I can get in the door, and, and so then it's like, oh, this is not what I do. But but you're but you're using the David I'm Brenner method. I'm using my tools, okay. and you just go for it, and. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, next. 
Okay, so let's talk about what you're doing. Let's show us this beautiful thing. Oh, oh my God, it's so. Well, this is so me. I love this it. This is more. We'll do this. Let me. Okay, start. How much time do we have? We're we're we're, we're 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 at the end. So. Okay. Okay. What, what, what so coming up. Oh, I can't minutes. see. Okay. So Randy's doing this one-man show called Go Figure. Okay. Which uh, he's got two dates here. And I like that because it's a double on Yes. Figure. So he's got two dates. He just got these two dates in West Hollywood. I don't know the name of the venue, but January fifth and. Six. Okay. I'll keep everyone posted. Yeah, we'll do it on the Facebook and yes. stuff. Yes. Okay. And then he's taking, and I'll be a part of that show. And then he's taking it on the road. And he got two weeks at the Delaware. It's a theater in Delaware. Okay. Um, People in Delaware. Yes. We will let you know. January, starting January eight, January eighteenth for two weeks. Okay. And that's also starring Dorothy Hamill. So it's the three nice. of us. Nice. Oh, wow. So that's great. I um, saw a fantastic picture of you and Randy on the ice. Was it with Peggy Fleming? You 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 were with another partner pair, and you were all. Oh, that's Kenny, Ken Shelley and JoJo Starbucks. Oh, and JoJo yes, Starbucks. Yes, those right. are our skating idols. We were just in New York. Randy and I were honored by the um, Ice Theater of New York mm -hmm. last week, which was amazing, huge. And what else? Oh, okay. Um, I'm a motivational speaker. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's called. There's a company uh, called Ready Set Gold, and what they do is take. Um, local past Olympians mm -hmm. from Southern Cal, and we go out to different schools all over Los Angeles. Oh. And I did it all last year, I love it. And so my school is called Mulholland Middle School. And yesterday I spoke to at least 400 kids. Nice. Seventh graders. And it's all about motivating, setting goals, um, proper eating habits, you know, all of okay, that. Okay, so and wait, I love let's it. stop one minute, because this show, The Road Taken, what Louise and I usually do at the end is we will call what we think. So we've been talking all along about what, if you have to tell these students yes. a couple of things that yes. are the secret to getting ahead, to the secret to success, what would you say they are? What do you tell them to motivate them, to get them moving in the right direction, to inspire them? Set goals. And it doesn't have to be you know, an Olympian. Right. It could be, you know, with school, with grades, with paying it forward to, you know, people do, who don't have what we have. So it's about set, seeing the yes, prize. Yes, seeing mm -hmm. the prize and just, just going for it and have a great support system. Surround yourself with positive friends who support you um, and commit. You make a commitment, you stick with it. And that's, that's tricky. Mm -hmm. That can be tricky because there's so much going on in their lives with the internet and their phones. I said, you know, you got to take a break. And, and get some air and get some exercise mm -hmm. at least 15 minutes a day. So it's all of that. And they get it. Mm -hmm. They get it. And we show film clips of, of Randy and myself and they ask questions, and very interesting questions. Mm -hmm. But I, I love this. Bit more interesting than mine. <laughs> no, yours are great. I love your. So okay. it's readysetgold.org. Uh, okay. okay. And okay. And okay what so else? No, so, so let's, let's be this. artsy. So okay. the coloring book. Show it so everybody can see it. It's so yeah, It's cute. called Top, and that's me on the cover. Can you see? We can tell that. Yes. I can tell that. And she even has the little Stevie Nicks moon. Um, <laughs> so this artist, uh, her name is Jacqueline Myers Cho, did okay. all of the artwork in, and I think it's kind of the first of its kind, all the characters have skates on. Wow. And oh, you can get this through silverscreenartist.com, and they're all signed 
by me, and they're just you know, coloring so now, is huge. Oh, now, now uh, you know, okay, so uh, somebody bought me a coloring book in crayons because it's supposed to be yes. very therapeutic. It's so therapeutic. But now, aren't you supposed to like color outside the lines? Are they supposed to color inside? You the can lines? do whatever you want. So okay, inside, outside. So it's it's, it's supposed to be very therapeutic though to color. Yes. So Thai skating okay. coloring book. Jacqueline Myers Cho is the amazing artist. Beautiful. Order it from SilverScreenArtist.com. We'll put we'll put all the links okay. on the. On the um, now therapy look, time. Look at this. Mm. That is this so is gorgeous. my labor of love. These when did you start doing these? I started bedazzling things back in the eighties. Bedazzling. I bedazzle, and it, I think what it is, it's an extension <laughs> of all the elaborate costumes that I've worn mm. through the years. Makes sense. I didn't think of that. Right, and I take old antique pieces, um, buttons, crystals. Do you have your old costumes? Yes all in storage, oh. and each box is signed. And I, I put these up um, on Facebook every once in a while. So like so, how much would something like this cost? This is 250. This Beautiful. is 250, thank you. I, and I just, like I said, they're a labor of love, and I do these, I do my best work after midnight, just because my how, mind. How do you do, how do you get the glass cut? Well, like where do you get your glasses? No, the boxes are made. The boxes are pre-made, yes. so now you're I just, just adorn the top. I have you, I got yeah. you. And so you'll use, Stones from things that you have. Yes, that wow. I have, that I buy, that people give me, and I just, I. This is so. This is my therapy. Mm. This is. I love that. So, how long so, would it take you to do one like this? If I can sit for more than an hour, I can do this in two hours. Wow. I can, so, but, show it into the the camera so people can see it. I don't. I want beautiful. to make sure that people can see. It's, can you see the butterfly? Want me to zoom? Yeah, can you zoom on zoom, the on zoom, the thing? Zoom, 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 zoom. Remember that show? Come on and zoom, 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 zoom. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, the kitchen. Um, yeah, so, 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 Louise, I feel like you haven't been part of our conversation tonight. What do we miss? Well, so, so, Louise, you have anything you wanna, you wanna say to Ty or? No, I'm just trying to figure out how to zoom back. Now. Zoom, zoom. Oh, I see. Now we're. Oh we're yeah. Zoom. Oh, okay. There we go. So, um, things I want to say. No, I'm just so impressed. Did you and, learn uh, something? You know, I, re I really, really did, and uh, I'm looking forward to reading your book. Hell yeah. Because I Ooh. think you... And I think with... with Because I could do one of those tell-all, silly name draw. I could do one of those, but it's not... That's not me. It's... it's um, I've had some interesting characters, you know, on my journey. Mm -hmm. You know, some, some big names. Um... And with each person, there's some. I take something from. I learn something from each. Say boyfriend. I learn, <laughs> there's something yeah. I learn from each of them. Brenner, I learn. You know, Brenner, I learned to hustle, and you know some of the past, like Andy Gibb, I learned the power. Wait, wait a minute. minute. Back. Wait a minute. Truck. I was just gonna back end, up the uh, truck. Uh, I was just gonna stop the show. <laughs> yeah. Drop a name like Andy Gibb and. Then just move on. Stop a minute. I know it's your book. We need one Andy Gibb story. How did you meet Andy Gibb? Bob Hope special, oh 1980. Oh God! How and was it was it one of those instant things? Also, it was instant, but it wasn't like lovey dovey. It was it was it was uh, mutual respect, and we just it really it wasn't a, a oh. romantic romantic. It, it was friend. It was a friendship that happened, you know, over maybe five months, but and he was at his. Ryan. <gasps> he was on top of the world, so I got to see, you know, be a part of that journey with Mark Hewlett, who was his assistant at the mm -hmm. time. So I got to go to talk shows with Andy, and 
I got to see, you know, just how it all worked with a, a teen superstar. Oh, yes. um, but from Andy, I learned the power of a great PR person. Mm. So I watched and I learned because, you, you know, it's, they could manip manipulate stories like they had us married and there was no, there was, we weren't even close to being married, oh, but, that, but they would put all that kind of stuff out just to keep him, whatever really? that was. It's like, well, we're not married. They were fanning the flame of how cute that couple was. I guess. And it was fun. I didn't understand it, but at, you know, as I got older, it's like, okay, I get it. Was he, was he okay with that? He was fine with it. And then he was on, you know, then there was Marie Osmond. You know, there's, you know, he had mm -hmm. a lot of beautiful girlfriends. But mm -hmm. I just had a moment and it's like, oh my goodness, here's another learning experience. And a sweetheart. Almost too sweet. All right, on that note, we're going we're gonna to say, okay, so be on Shadow the Shadow dancing. Oh Remember that song? Oh Shadow my God. Hell yes. Oh yes. So I, can I can see the video playing in my brain right now. Yeah. Oh. Um. Amazing. So, um, so be on the lookout for Ty's book. Like, Ty, yeah, I, I'd say a couple of years. I, 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 there's a lot. There's a um, lot. And we'll see her on the ice with, with Randy Gardner in, in, in oh. the next... Uh, uh, yeah. But like in the next month or two. That's soon. January, right? Yes. In yeah, January. so next year, 50th anniversary. Is, it's huge for us. It's, and I'm so proud of that. More so proud of the friendship that we kept it through all the ups and downs. Oh you know, I'll just chalk it up to being the best roller coaster ride ever. I love that so much. And I love you. And I thank, thank you so much for doing You're this. So welcome. I adore thank you. you. Louise, we got to get you thank back you, over Louise. here. We got to get back on Zen oh. TV. Come into the shot, Louise. Oh, oh save us. us. Yes, yes. We're coming into the shot. Thank so, you, everyone. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week on The Road Taken. Same time, same back channel, all that shit with Anthony Federov of Ooh. American Idol. See wow. you now. Okay, now you have to go turn it off. Turn it Bye. Off. Bye. 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 Bye.